I kind of wanted to know where the name Blue October came from. Um, it came from when I was a kid. Uh, um, I had to think of some clever little name for a band, right? Um, and I was like 18, 19. And I was always, uh, October always seemed like the month where most of my life something huge would happen, something big and drastic would change. Um, and I was always a melancholy kid, you know, listening to the Smiths and the Cure and stuff like that. So it was like a, and the, uh, October was the seasons of change. It's such a deep meaning. But it just wrapped it up in a nutshell. You know, Blue October sounded nice and mellow and moody. You know, no really deep-seated meaning, just the color and the month together. Cool. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I, I, I just was yeah. curious where, where, where it came from. I mean, um... It came from a great ant traveling <laughs> across and doing an October. No, it was it. I, I was born in the month of October, yeah. so you know, it's great. It's always you know something to me that always you know that month um, has always had special meaning. So yeah. I get that. Yeah, totally. But it's like a season of change, you know. And I've just always been fond of blue and the color blue, and you know, it describes if you were to hear the words October, you would think you know. But we do get the whole Sean Connery movie thing a lot. Red November, whatever it is. Oh. Red October. It's hilarious as fuck. It's close. Yeah, yeah. It's close. <laughs> One shade of purple off. <laughs> Little bit. Wrong primary color. Yeah, wrong primary color. <laughs> um, okay, uh, so I, I guess um, I kind of wanted to know. Sorry, my notes are like right, flying bro. all over my phone. Um, uh, so I kind of want to know, um, in your opinion, how, I guess, has your music sort of evolved, um, since, you know, since the band first formed in, in the nineties and, and to now? Um, in the nineties, it was a form of self-expression and artistic, it was like a painting. I just took words and music and melody and threw it on the canvas. I didn't really care about structure as long as I felt it all the way through. We recorded it, and it was awesome, right? But then you get in the world of radio and major labels, and and you learn this craft of writing a song. You can write prog rock forever, you know. You can write um, seven minute songs forever, and that's fun, Danny, you know. And I can do that all day. But I started learning from these producers um, and songwriters how to craft a song like most songwriters do, intro, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, out. You know, and it became this little present that you could package and sell. Holy shit. You mean I can do this for a living? Uh, other than touring? Another form of, we can package, wow, this is neat. So we began to, uh, to uh, I began to make these seven minute long ideas into three minute and 45 second songs but it came at around the time when corn and Limp Biscuit were huge, and I was not really into that style, but right. but I wasn't really that style either. So we didn't really sell that many copies because we weren't as heavy. Um, and then we evolved into just staying true to the weirdness of it, you know, but making it three minutes and 45 seconds. And then I always find two or three songs on the album that I could go to radio with. Then the other ones I could just be weird with. And... Um, and as we went along, we, um, it, 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 uh, it was more of like a self-reflection of the things I was going through at the time. 
And I was very brutally honest because I grew up on the Smiths, who were always way brutally honest. Yeah. And the Cure was way brutally, brutally honest. And um, and I would have to say that I took, um, I took the uh, whole self biography and the song, you know, quite far. And um, and the way it's re- evolved today is that it's become a craft beyond just myself writing about myself and the things I'm going through. You know, it's it's become more of a universal themed that I can actually be inspired by other people and and hone in a craft to form a song that the world might want to hear, not just this group of emo kids that might be going through some depression, you know? Right. So I'm just constantly learning and constantly evolving and loving every second of it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And I think Blue October I, I should never be limited to the instruments that we have in the band. Right. You know, I'm always about bringing whoever can play what's best for the song. And I'm a huge fan of Peter Gabriel. And if you were to say, Peter Gabriel, all you can have is a guitarist, a bassist, and a drummer, he'd go, what? You know, yeah. That's, that's how I feel. Awesome. I'm a huge fan of Peter. Oh, wow. No, I'm, I grew up on his music, so oh, I, I hear you on you that. you understand. <laughs> yeah. um, I, personally, I... The live album that he came out with was oh, yeah. Yeah, that was one of those things that like changed, oh, yeah. you know, it's my amazing. perspective on music entirely, and um, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, so I guess when I guess around what time did you first start to notice I guess aspects um, things starting to like impact your personal and musical life. Um, just being on the road, just the stress of it all, and it really wasn't the stress of it all because I did this so young that it's my life had to conform, had to form itself around the music. So it was never like the music took me away from all this, and I had to get used to being on the road. It was like I was born for the road, I was born for music, I was born to tour, and whoever wanted to be in my life had to realize that that came before anything else, you know. Um, of course, the first time I flew to New York to sign with Universal, I was nervous as fuck, you know, because I was playing in a seafood restaurant when I was discovered, and I was like 18 or 19 playing in a seafood restaurant, and, um, but this is what I've always done, you know, I've always done theater, I've always, you know, since I was a kid, you know, I've been playing music and recording music for, since I was 14, so it's like almost 30 years, no, that's almost, I'm not going to tell you how many years that is, but, uh, but yeah, um, did I answer your question? Yeah. Okay. Oh, absolutely. No, that's okay. Um, I'm sorry. No, yeah, but it, but it, but but it affected my life in a, in a, in an amazing way. I just don't think that I was in a place back then to appreciate it. I am now. You know the how it affects other people and how this is what I do for a living. You should be very grateful. Every day for anybody that comes up to you and says, take a picture with me. Take a picture with them and say, thank you. And you're the one that puts diapers exactly. on my babies. Yes. Well, back in the day, I'm like, I don't have time. Life's too hard. Yeah, it's so, it's so, it's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, I guess I kind of wanted to know what sort of brought on the um, new project that you're working on. Um, I hope you're happy. And, and when it, um, I know it's, it's still, um, you know, it's going to be coming out, I think, in June. It's being mastered this week. Okay. So it's a mixed, 
and cool. it's going to be mastered this week, and we've made our first video for it, and uh, it's off to the races. We're number 23 on the charts right now, on uh, alternative charts, and it's incredible. Like, we recorded it in our backyard, and we knew what we wanted, and we took all the tools we've gotten from working with all these kinds of people over the 20-year span, and made a really good album, and we're super proud of it. It's nice and colorful and positive and universally themed. And uh, it's something you can sink your teeth into and not get sick of. You can always discover little new secrets about it along the way. Awesome. Yeah. Um, um, so I, I kind of wanted to know what, what made you want to do more of the production um, on this album. Because I always sat side seat to all the other producers and that was just like my dream job. I had a vision, I had a vision, and I trusted these other producers and they were great and I loved learning from them. And this time, I just really wanted to finally take that weird angle that I always wanted to go to that I couldn't do with another producer because this was just, we're going to do some weird stuff. We're going to try some different things. Things that I've learned over the years, 20 years, that I want to try, that it's going to happen. So let's suit up and do it. It's going to be awesome. And it was an amazing task. Best thing I can say is that I couldn't have done it without my engineer, Eric, um, and the organization of him. Because I'm a, but I know what I want, and when I hear it, I get chills. Like, and and I'll know that's the right thing. I hear it in my head before you even record it, so it has to sound like that. So it's like a blueprint. It's like if you build a house and you you, you draw a blueprint, and then the house comes out different. You know something fucked up. Right. You know something fucked up. You know something fucked up. So like, if it comes out perfectly but better, <laughs> you know, it's cool. No, awesome. No. Um, yeah. And. Um, so I understand you're working on a documentary as well. Yep. Um, so I kind of want to know a little bit more about that and, and that whole process. Well, about five years, 11 months, and two days ago, I decided to get sober in, in this crazy industry. And because the relationships I had going in with the band and with my management and with publicists and with everybody in the world was not a good one because I was a pretty bad guy. So I told my manager, instead of making this you know, a huge thing about how great we think Blue October is, let's put a camera on the journey of staying sober in this business. So we've been recording over the past five and a half years off and on, um, just how doing the next right thing, um, you watch all these relationships get mended, and you watch these people have kids and turn into men, and girlfriends turn into wives, and and families go through stuff together and, and come out the other side and make beautiful albums about it all and, and the team that they built. And, and it was supposed to be out three years ago, but I said, no, because the longer we wait and the more we record this, life just gets better and better and better. And I want to put it all in there. And so it'll be out as soon as I think it's ready. But it's we're so proud of it. We're super proud of it. Um, and are you... Doing the do you, like who's doing the who's directing I guess and a guy named Nori Niven is directing it right mm -hmm. and uh, my buddy Rodney Pence is editing it along with myself and Paul Nugent but I don't want to be anywhere near the editing floor because I don't like telling uh, my own story you know one of the worst things I ever saw was I won't tell you who the artist is but I watched a documentary and I was like oh okay and at the end it said directed by that artist and I was like oh no wonder they made him look so cool you know what I'm saying <laughs> I don't want it to be cool I want it to be real and um, and, um 
but Nori has always been a fan of ours. He's been amazing. It's been a long haul. We've all been through a lot together. Rodney's an amazing editor, an amazing videographer as well, and a filmmaker. And and as soon as they're they're working on editing it right now and and, and being done with it, but there's a couple more things I want to get done. So um. Speaking to, um, you, you mentioned uh, sobriety in, in the industry and stuff. I kind of want to know, um, how has that journey been for you so far? You know, like, and I guess, um, how has the transformation sort of um, impacted you? Amazing. It's been nothing but positive rebirth into this beautiful world of many colors. You know, before it was just this solitude and I thrived on it. And now it's just, I want to get to know you, I want to get to know him. I, I, I notice how handsome my publicist Ray is, you know, and you know, like all these things around me are just available and they're like fruit that I can pick and it's all tastes so good. And that's what sobriety's like for me. And it just gets better. Life tastes better every day I stay sober. So, like I believe in Santa Claus again, you know, when you're a kid and that nostalgia that you have for roller coasters and for water parks and that's every day. That's a, that's oh, so great. And um, I, I guess uh, have has the filming of this been, you know, intrusive in any way or? No, maybe for some people, but <laughs> <laughs> not me. You know, I, like I said, I live for theater and I, I've been um, uh, working on music and art my whole entire life so if I don't have some sort of art piece going on I am bored and I am just uh, an idle mind is a devil's workshop you know so stay busy awesome. and um, I guess would you when you started the band if you got the opportunity to look at yourself now, you know, I guess what would you, what would you think, I guess, of, of the, you know, of the overall, um, you know, progress that you've made and, and um, I guess, would you have seen yourself wearing like Ned Flanders sweatshirt? No, no <laughs> I wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I would totally have, I would have told myself a long time ago, man, get healthy because you're just going to be smarter and better than anyone else if you get healthy now. You know what I'm saying? Get healthy. Um, and I would have said, stop being such a selfish little bitch. You know, there's other people in the world. The story's not about you, bro. It's about everybody in this world. Life does not revolve around you. The sooner you realize that, the, the better it's going to be. Give yourself a fucking break. Awesome. Um, so I guess my my sort of my last question here. Um, kind of wanted to know what is in the works and what's next. New album, documentary. Um, uh, starting new video blogs. You should watch the first one I did called "What Drives Me." Watch that tonight. I swear to oh, God, well. you'll like it. Um, another album that I'm already working on. Working on producing other artists. Um, it just never stops. I just want to keep going. I'm working on the second part of my book and uh, more open book albums. I mean, it could, I, I, I just got to keep going. And being a good father and husband. That's very important to me. Awesome. Yeah.
That's my wife is super cute. Yeah. It's always good. Yeah, it's always good, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for your time, man. Thank you, man. I, I appreciate everything, and, oh, and um, I look forward to hearing you loud. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thank no you problem. so much. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.